Today is the feast of the apostles of Rome. St. Peter, the first pope, and St. Paul, the apostle to the Gentiles, he's commonly called, or he was the apostle to the Greeks, the non-Jews. The unity of these two men of God on this common feast day is foundational to Christianity. St. Peter was one of the twelve apostles chosen by Christ to lead the church in his name, even after he would return to the Father. St. Peter would be the visible head of the church, the chief high priest, Pontifex Maximus is his ancient title. All of the bishops are called Pontifex, but he's the Pontifex Maximus. He's the, the, the maximum, the, the highest of the, of, the pontiff, of the pontiffs, of the bishops. That he is the head of the heads, we could say, of the church, representing Christ, who is the true head of the church. The invisible head of the church is Christ. The visible head is the Pope. Christ chose St. Peter, the first Pope. He formed him. He gave him the apostolic commission and the papal keys, of which we just read from Matthew 16, 18, to be the apostle to the apostles, to be the head of the heads of the church. He said, you are Peter, the rock. I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And and on you I build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Peter means rock. Christ changed his name. Simon, your name is now rock. And on this rock I build my church. Remember it. This This is a key apologetic text in scripture for the defense of the Catholic religion, for the truth of the faith given to us by Christ. Matthew 16, 18. Every child in catechism should know by heart Matthew 16, 18. You know you are in the true church founded by Jesus Christ because where Peter is in the Pope There is the church. And he is the only infallible guide on earth. Whenever the Pope consistently teaches a matter in faith and morals in consonance with what was taught from the beginning in sacred scripture and the sacred tradition of the church, he cannot err. He teaches with the same authority as God. St. Paul was a zealous Jew in charge of organizing the persecution and the murder of Christians when Christ from heaven appeared to him and converted him, and he went on to convert many Jews throughout the Greek world and many Greeks. He wrote a large part of the New Testament, the largest part. Uh, Well, he's the one who contributed most to the New Testament, we should say in his letters. 
And he was beheaded in Rome. The same place where, well, a different location in Rome from where St. Peter was was crucified. St. Peter was crucified upside down in the circus of Nero, which is where the where the the obelisk is standing in St. Peter's Square at the Vatican in Rome. That's why they put the obelisk there, because that's where St. Peter died. That's why one of the popes put that great monument there. And um, and actually the colonnade. The colonnade represents St. Peter's St. Peter laying down and embracing the whole world, laying down in his tomb. And his tomb is directly under the high altar of St. Peter's Basilica, his ancient tomb. You can do go in the, the Scavi tour, the excavations underneath the ancient, the, the year 1000 Basilica. Constantinian Basilica, you can, there, that is underneath the present Basilica, which was built in the 16th century, but underneath that 10, 11th century Basilica in the excavations underneath the Basilica, you can still see the ancient Roman cemetery and the tombs and the monuments that were there. They're still there. And St. Peter's monument is in the middle. And on it is, that's why they built that magnificent church. Uh, the tomb of St. Peter. St. Paul was killed outside the walls of Rome and his church and his tomb is there too. The place where he died, which is called the the church of St. Paul outside the walls. And there is his mortal remains. I think they were killed on the same day. I'm not sure of that. I had to look it up and I didn't. So I'm, I'm sorry for neglecting to do that. But they were killed in the same city, and that's why they're the apostles of that city. They preached in that city. They were imprisoned in that city and killed there for the faith. St. Paul, he, as I said, he, he, he preached the word and he wrote much of the New Testament. He was beheaded in Rome. He was beheaded because, why was, because he was a Roman citizen. He was given a more merciful death. Than crucifixion. St. Peter was just a Jew. He wasn't a Roman citizen. St. Paul was a Roman citizen and he demanded his rights as a Roman citizen. And so they gave him a merciful death, a swift severing of the head from his body. He knew St. Peter and the other apostles after his conversion and was instructed and commissioned by them and surpassed many of them in his apostolic work. He converted the Greek speaking world, including Rome. Preferring to preach, oh, by the way, in Rome, the, the official lang- the language was Greek at that time. That's why the whole New Testament was written in Greek. And the Old Testament that they used to, ref- to reference in the New Testament, all the New Testament writers, except Matthew, who wrote in Hebrew, but we don't have that text. We have the Greek text. They were referencing the Old Testament Greek text, the Septuagint. And the early liturgy of the church in Rome was Greek. The Latin came centuries later, two two and a half centuries later. Both of these men were Catholic bishops and pioneer evangelizers who gave their life to sanctify the world in Christ. The faith of St. Peter is their faith and the faith of the church. You are are Christ, Jesus. Jesus said, who do do men say that I am? And and Peter said, and St. Paul says it with him, and all of the faithful throughout the time, until our own time, 
And until the end of times, we declare, Jesus, you are the Christ, you are the King from heaven, the Messiah, the one who is going to save the world, the only Savior of the world. These men gave their life to sanctify the world in the name of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, through the law of God, the prophets, and the sacraments, and their testimony to Christ. Their blood was an essential part of the church's foundation. They are considered the pillars of the church of Rome the apostles of Rome, and they go together, the two apostles of the Church of Rome. May they assist our Holy Mother, the Church, in our own day from their place in heaven. 